then I stopped drinking soda for two years. And I got everything squared away. My stomach started acting right. And I was like, okay, mm. cool. I'm going to go have a Dr. Pepper because I missed it. And I drank it. And immediately I felt like absolute crud. Hi, welcome to another edition of Muscle Matters. If you notice, my co-host isn't around, Tom. I feel really <laughs> abandoned and, and you know sad deep inside. My heart is breaking. It's like going to Disneyland and not seeing the mouse. But I get to hang out with you, Mike. And Mike, would you please introduce our guest today? I, I feel super special being able to be here in Tom's seat. I, this, you, you know what? You, you better have all the great stories, too. I'm, I'm not as good looking as Tom. Oh, I'm not okay. as fit as Tom. I'm yeah. definitely much younger than Tom, though. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Across the bow. <laughs> uh, so so we got Justin, Jeff, Dante, Jacob here with us today. And I got it all right that you time. You did. You and, did. And uh, we're going we're gonna to have a conversation about some stuff. But first, Steve, you got, you got something you want to say about your store? Yes. How about mine? We are located at 7420 District Boulevard right across the street from Nestle. Hope to see you real soon. Awesome. Awesome. So, so Justin, does anybody ever call you Jeff? Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I make it as a joke. You ever seen Twenty Two Jump Street? Uh, Where he's just yeah. like, my name's Jeb. I just saw him. <laughs> my middle name's Jeb. That's like your generation, right? Twenty Two yeah. Jump Street. What are you trying to say? That's Twenty One uh, Jump Street. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, well, he said Twenty Two. Oh, we're Twenty One. I, I was like, something sounds Richard wrong Greco. about that. I had Greco. I mean, or Greco, right? whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, Rob Lowe when he was still handsome. <laughs> right <laughs> when it was Shots, in this all plastic. Yes. <laughs> Shots oh, fired. Depp, that's right. Johnny Depp started there too. Yeah. Yes, he did. Oh my yes, goodness! Captain did. Sparrow came from a cop show about high school teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> he was basically a high schooler oh, himself then. Yeah. Boomers. You, how old were you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we won't say. Yeah, I level up Sean Connery style. All right, JJ. <laughs> Anybody call you JJ? Uh, I personally don't like that name. Okay, honest. okay. The reason for it is I have a lot, lot of J's. You're cutting some J's out. Uh, There's J, like J, what, J, four J. or five J's. You left the other two J's J4. alone. Yes. <laughs> now, the reason why I don't like JJ is because I have a um, cross-dressing cousin. They call oh. him JJ. Okay, so so now you don't like me. We're not friends anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're not. I'm no, I'm, I'm heading out. <laughs> All right. So so we want to talk today about your weight loss journey and mm -hmm. and let's let's go back, right? So where where are you at now with your fitness? Let's you, talk before we get oh, to. Go ahead, let's, Steve. Where did you start at? What are we coming from? What, what was mean? our what was our heaviest? Two sixty, man. Ooh, okay. Uh huh. Uh, pulling guard. Oh, I'm sorry. You were a pulling guard on the football team, right? No, I was just fat. Okay. <laughs> I was a fat emo kid. All right. What sparked that? Um, just honestly, just feeling alone. Uh, -huh. uh trying to find friends and then instead of friends I found French fries? Yes, French fries. <laughs> yeah. In the no, couch cushions. <laughs> they took out the end, so it just becomes fried. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um my parents are from Philippines. So you know how they cook a lot? Yes. They give their every day is basically a fiesta. Like especially coming from um, a poverty um, country to imagine coming to America, like everything is available to you. Uh, fried chicken is like the best thing ever. Dude, dip it in gravy. Oh, so it wasn't McDonald's. We have McDonald's at home? Dude, McDonald's in Philippines is sick. They have spaghetti. They have like uh, uh, fried chicken. They have like this cool stuff. Like I was like, 
Chicken nuggets? Yeah. Where's the fried chicken? I, I feel, <laughs> spaghetti. I feel left out. I know, that. right? Time. Wait, time. So I, I, I feel get, like I've been missing out my entire life. Mystery meat that's not a cow. We know it's not a cow. <laughs> we know it's not a chicken either. Yes, exactly. Nuggets, huh? It's not made out of any kind of meat. <laughs> yeah, it's something, though. The kids love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I just see a sign in my neighborhood that they're they're uh, looking for a lost uh, chihuahua offering $1,000. Maybe that's what they're... I thought that was Korean barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> so continue. Uh, so just given that abundance, you're just like, oh, there's food. My parents obviously don't know anything about diet. And I learned about emotional trauma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, what happened is I just started eating like nothing. It's like, oh my gosh, family pizza. I so can... are you originally from the Philippines? You yeah, personally? I was born in the Philippines. Okay. I came um, here when I was 10 years old. From Philippines, we were so skinny because, you know. There was no fried food. There's no fried food. Yes. There's only grease. No trans fat. (laughs) (laughs) Every other country on earth, they know how to eat healthy except for America. Oh, yeah. No. (laughs) No, Honestly, some of the Filipino foods are great, but if you look at it, it gets kind of greasy. I love Filipino food, not bashing on Filipino food, Uh but it it just gets really greasy and heavy, mostly carbs. Okay. And it just ends up uh, being like an emotional comfort for me um, growing up because I, I couldn't make friends the way I was. I have fake friends who pretended to be uh, friends, friends that uh, basically said, hey, since uh, you're the other Filipino, um, just tell them that we're cousins. And um, just hearing that from a friend that you trust, it, it just... Um, that was actually uh, an emotional trauma for me. Mm-hmm. Just hearing that there was so much like my heart just sank all the way down to my feet. And um, yeah, I, I, the reason I stuck around with that uh, that friend is I was afraid to talk to people. That became a fear because of um, my teacher used to call, uh, call me up on um, the room, the front of the room to rehearse stuff. And I had like the worst English, broken English. So I got made fun you? of. Uh, so high school. So you came in high school. No, no, no. I okay. came to um, when I was ten years old. Okay, but okay. I still uh, have like that, that accent. Yes. So growing up through that, it became such a something I hated. Yes. I hated to the balls. Yes. I um I try to better my English. Mm-hmm. Like as you're hearing today, that's like the work of many years of trying to remove this accent. I still I can't speak correct English. <laughs> well, I, I don't too. Trust me, in the Marines, you're you're just like, ooh, glue, ooh, crayons. Ooh, kill people, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. And, and so you said you turned to uh, food. I, I remember when I moved from Los Angeles, I came to Bakersfield. It was a complete, so I kind of understand the trauma purse because you're you're shoved into a group of people that you really don't know and there's nowhere to go because you're in a place you don't understand. And you're just like, so these people are going to be my friends now? Oh, trust me, man. Like, first time coming to America, I didn't know what Mexicans are. I love Mexicans food and I love Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I never seen this type of people before. Like, 10 years old, just like, I know. Th- I seen that kind of people before. That's Filipino. And uh, over obviously, the Hollywood shows like black and white yes. people, just not Mexicans. Yes. <laughs> so I was confused, like... Are they Filipinos? <laughs> <laughs> they don't look quite Filipino, but they close. don't. Like I, I was lost. Like I never heard that language before. <laughs> the Mexicans. <laughs> and then you taste the food. Oh, I didn't tacos. taste. Uh, I didn't taste tacos until later on in high school. I used, okay. to, I used to think like I hate spicy food. So mm. the way I saw tacos. Is there a lot of Filipino food spicy though. I avoid the spicy food. Okay. Yeah, well, most of Filipino food is sweet though. 
they do love their sugar. Yes. Like, the spaghetti ah. is filled with so much yes. sugar. <laughs> okay. I got tons of Filipino food, and it's oh, like my, my diabetes goes, hey, how you doing, bro? <laughs> Wait, are you Filipino? <laughs> no, but I've got tons of friends. Okay. And ahead. every time they bring me food, it's like my diabetes just walks over and goes, hey, am I in the room now? <laughs> yes, you are. Dude, Filipinos <laughs> will dump so much food on you. It's like, eat this, eat this. Yes. Like they, yes. Just, they love you. Yes. So did you come to Bakersfield and I'm going to make a statement or did you go to Delano? Cause there's more Filipinos in Delano. I live in, I live in Orange County. Okay. I actually drove. Okay. So you you went to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So that was, I, man, I'm, I'm from Los Angeles. I'm trying to think when's the last time I seen a Filipino in Los Angeles. West Covina probably. Okay. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I mean, I, cause I mean, growing up, I, we knew Chinatown. Oh my gosh! First time Chinese food. Oh, I, di- I didn't taste Chinese food until I got to America, yeah. and I'm just like, "This is so good!" Oh my gosh! Like the little orange chicken. Yeah. I asked my dad, is, "Can is I get that like a- Chinese food?" Or yeah. chicken? I thought that was just Pan Express. I thought that was just another dad. version of Filipino food. <laughs> now, when you get made it to Los Angeles, did you have to introduce yourself as Filipino? Because, like I said, I just know about growing up in LA and being in the inner cities. We knew Chinatown. Mm-hmm. So were you automatically, because, you know, we're racist. Everybody's a racist. It's just it's face facts. <laughs> um, were you automatically as, assumed to be Chinese? Oh, you have no freaking idea. Like, especially in high school, that's yeah. where the savage comes. They're just like, are, are you, aren't you that guy from 22 Jump Street, Mr. Chang? And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, of course. Sure, sure. Yeah. Sure. So that, that's interesting. So. We've eaten our way, um, so was it high school or did we start early? High school. High school is when you really started the eating? Middle school is when I started like... Discovering these delicious foods? Not just that, emotions. Okay. You said your friend broke your heart. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. And uh, that's when I started eating so much food. Like, dude, my dad took me to um, one of my birthdays to a Thai restaurant. And I ate all three of the large meals because I was so hungry. And I was like, this is food. This is delicious. This is brings me joy. Like the dopamine hit is from food. Mm. Yes, yes. I've, I've seen food addicts and it's, it's. I, ne- I never yeah. understood that. I, oh. I always felt like there was something because I've never, I've, I've messed with a lot of stuff that is people get addicted to, right? <clears throat> I've never been addicted to anything in my life besides maybe work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I think it has something to do with my ADHD. Like whatever part of my brain that's supposed to engage with the, with the dopamine or whatever, it doesn't engage. But uh, that's what it is, right? That people get addicted to things like that. Uh, yeah, food addicts. I, I've got a couple friends that are food addicts, and it's you, you, they they get the shakes. Mm-hmm. Huh. They get the shakes, and they can't eat their food because they're too busy staring at your food and wondering if you know if you're gonna eat all your food. It's woo, yes. And you gotta watch out too. It's becoming such a such a popular thing to be um yeah obese. don't don't say the word yeah I, I, we, I we might get canceled <laughs> oh i'm sorry i'm sorry um but for real though it's like it became such a, a glamorized thing that uh, even mukbang ridiculous thing to glamorize mm-hmm. yeah you guys heard of mukbang right like um, no, people that? basically recording themselves eating like a big big portion of food huh and that's that's one of the most popular videos in youtube is like Oh, there's this guy who used to be, um, uh, I forgot his name, but he used to be like this vegetarian and then he just didn't feel the joy. So he's trying to chase clout. Instead, he saw mukbang as a thing that actually brings popularity. I I can, you know, I mean, it's weird. I, I worked my life in a lot of weird industries and nothing shocks me <laughs> that, that somebody is paying to listen to somebody else eat food. Well, that's ASMR, but he's talking about something different. The ASMR is, you know, when it... Yeah. Right. 
But um, you're talking about like just eating massive quantities mm -hmm. of food. But it's as been like around the ages, though. Like yeah. as as you were saying, it became a competition just to be uh, gluttonous. Yes. And uh, that's one of uh, the seven deadly sins is Oof. being gluttonous. Right. And people don't see it that way. They see it more as like, oh, this is a way for you to be famous. Like people are well, chasing it's, validation. It's crazy how validation. You're right. It's crazy how they're glamorizing like something that is a medical, not just physical problem like a, a <clears throat> illness or whatever you want to call it it's actually also simultaneously a mental issue mm -hmm. right so well, mental yeah, illness it's, it's coupled it's a, with a physical illness there's all the years of, of training and personal training and teaching food is the biggest addiction there is like yeah. people don't realize how addicting food is until you tell them no you can't have it i mean i used to look at people and be like hey stop eating french fries you're gonna die i'd rather die it was just weird how it's food. It's just people will not give it up. Um, how many diabetic friends do you have? How many friends do you have with heart issues? Yeah. And they will still get down and still eat the food that is completely mm -hmm. well, wrong for them. Didn't you even have some food issues because of the uh, bodybuilding? Yes. Yes. And I know yes. Tom did. Well, there's certain foods I can't eat. I can't eat anything with phosphorus in there. Mm -hmm. uh, phosphorus hurts the kidneys. Um, I have the high blood pressure, so I avoid salt like the plague. Uh, <laughs> once you learn to balance your body and what it's supposed to feel like, you don't want to feel that way. And I, yeah. I, the craziest thing for me is when I stopped drinking sodas for two years. I did mm. not drink anything dark. I, mm -hmm. My stomach got offline. I got sick and all kind of intestinal problems happened with me. I worked for it worked for this company. It messed me up. And I stopped drinking sodas. And I lived on Dr. Pepper. Like, that was my thing. I could sing you that song backwards and forward. I'm a pepper. <laughs> you're a pepper. Don't you want to be a Dr. Pepper? That was my thing. And then I stopped drinking soda for two years. And I got everything squared away. My stomach started acting right. And I was like, okay, mm. cool. I'm going to go have a Dr. Pepper because I missed it. And I drank it. And immediately I felt like absolute crud. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Wow. And I lived on this. And it was just absolutely, the, the you could just feel the stomach acid. You could feel everything mm -hmm. inside you just fighting back and i was like i lived on this junk and i've never drank oh, yeah. dark soda well, that, every every time so after you change my diet every time i don't eat right i'm just like i feel like garbage afterwards <laughs> yes instantly yes and it was like i already and usually i already know it's gonna come so it's just like that's my that's why i said not to do it at all <laughs> when that's once you learn to start eating healthy you, you learn all these different things so we're gonna flash back to you we're gonna keep this around you because i'll butt my <laughs> no worries. Uh, so we're we're discovering food. We've come to the we've come to the the gluttonous capital of the world. We're discovering <laughs> all these great fast foods, all these different types of ready-made, hot and ready microwaves. All these wonderful things where it's just like, oh, there's grease in the in the microwave waiting for me. I'm going to eat it. Uh -huh. So, I used to dream about food, <laughs> and it's it, I, we laugh, but. I've heard this before, you know, people that have that that are in love with food. When you love yeah. food, it's you dream about what you think about. Mm -hmm. So, eh, did you ever eat your pillow? I mean, there was uh, one night where my pillow was wet <laughs> from drooling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now, now, was it high school that triggered the um, the heavier eating, or was it through the junior high? Was it through the junior high, uh, the half the year of high school? So. Yeah, and. Um, it's because of that d depression yes. that actually did stick. Like it's a knife that I can't get out. So before we go down the road of you losing the weight, 
let's talk about, you know, what gets overlooked. Were you able to talk to anybody about that? Like, hey, I'm not feeling cool. I mean, my only way out is food. There was no one to talk to. Okay. I didn't trust my parents. And I get they love me, yes. but they're so focused on working. Not just that, too. I have a, another brother, uh-huh. and he's... Um, He's kind of like starting to become like me too, okay. like eating a lot, and, but he's kind of slightly autistic. So okay. my mom is focused on him since he's, uh, I love him, but he was a pro- problem child. Okay. Is he older or younger? Younger. Okay. Is he high functioning or is he? Uh... He can function, but it's towards uh, the bullying that we faced growing up that, okay. um, like you ever heard the story of the alcoholic dad mm-hmm. that had two sons? Mm-hmm. That's basically what happened to me and my brother is... Um, I turn around in which saying, I don't like um, this life. I'm going to fight through it. Well, him, he gave up. It's like, that's the reason why I'm in this state. Yes. So let's go. What made you change? with The military? I mean, that's a portion of it. Okay. I just. Um, I mean, you got the tapes. You can't get in the military unless you weigh a certain amount. Mm-hmm. So. It's during my early uh, senior year in high school. I just got sick of uh, people seeing me as this fat, disgusting, pig, ugly, that I started to, um, <laughs> I found a program on, on the TV. Like, you ever wake up like three in the morning and there's that those uh, infomercials? So I bought uh, hip hop apps. <laughs> okay. Shanti. Yes. Okay. Yes. So during that, I um, I didn't know anything about dieting. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I cut my calories in half, in which you're not supposed to do, because a, you as a, a human being, we're supposed to adapt to our diet. So it's like a slow intake. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I, okay. I cut it in half. That's what you know. We got a diet. Diet, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You can't spell a diet without T. <laughs> yes. So, so now you you cut your diet in half. Mm-hmm. You you bought your hip hop abs. Mm-hmm. Where do we go from there? So I, I worked out twice a day. There's uh, there's portions in that month in which I don't even eat. So it led to led to a different addiction. Mental state. Yes, not addiction, but yeah. Uh, normally I, we normally people that have a one way we go the other way. It did. Yeah. It ricocheted. Yes, because if I did this to get this way, I got to do it this to get this way. Mm-hmm. So we're how many fasting days did you have? can't even remember. Okay, so we did a lot of fasting. How much hair did we lose? I didn't lose any hair. Oh, good job. That I, did, I didn't lead to the point in which I was um, I was medically incapable of doing anything. Okay. Which is, uh, I'm blessed. Yes. I just got really, really skinny. That, yeah. uh, my parents started to worry. Yeah. <laughs> they, worried, they worried then, but not there, huh? I know. I was like, what's like, going on? I feel on good about here? myself now. You're worried. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now... Was it the military that helped you shape into it? I mean, uh, it became a ricochet thing. So I started gaining weight again, like fat weight. Okay. Uh, I didn't know about dieting. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what happened. And um, I joined the military out of a rebellion to my parents, trying to control my life, trying to to, um, be the compass of uh, where I'm supposed to head. Like, oh, go to college. take over your dad's business. That's what they're making it seem. So I'm just like, you know what? I know you hate me going to the military, so I'm going to do it. Good mm. choice, bad choice? It was, come see, come saw. Okay. <laughs> I, love, uh, I love the people in the military. 
Um, I love the you job. You make some brothers. I do. Yes. It's uh, the bond for um, the pain. Oh, there's nothing like spilling blood together. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a whole different bond. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I can trust this person. <laughs> yeah. But it's boot camp that actually shaped my um, my fitness. Uh, was it a sergeant or was it the camp itself? Um, just overall the process. Okay. It's because they teach you how to actually be disciplined, how to not give in to your mm. desires. They, they teach you like, you don't need to eat so much to feel fulfilled. You can survive. Or you can survive those desires. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, and that's, so like I think about when I, when I made my switch in the bodybuilding and I, I quit my drinking. I was a really bad alcoholic and I quit my drinking and I decided, hey, I'm going to do what I finally wanted to do is being a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. It was a, like just what you said, it was, mm-hmm. and I went nose deep into this section right here because I was like, I don't want to go back to that. So you're in the military. They're teaching you how to eat. They're teaching you how to work out. Tell us a little bit about your military, if that's cool. Yeah, of course. So um, I, I'm an 0811 artillery. Mm. That's a lot of work. It's basically grunt work, but also partially uh, being a pogue, people other than grunt. Okay. And uh, that's a dumb way to say it. It's like, I pull lanyards, I go boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But you're way back there. Everybody's over there. <laughs> I know, but it looks so cool in the front, like all the explosions. You look cool in the photos. But you realize, oh my goodness, there's so much work involved, so much paperwork. Yes, you just pick the empty shells up and go sit down, right? It's a million dollar weapon, multi million dollar <laughs> weapon. And those rounds are no joke. Those are 90 pound rounds. Well, that, that explains how you got your shoulders then, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I, I was weak, though. It was hard for me to carry that. <laughs> I had a hard time using me like, uh. And how many people laughed and said, pick it up, boy? No, because they're suffering themselves too. <laughs> okay, I was going to normally in, in like boot camp situation, they they. Oh, that wasn't boot camp. That was um our job school. Well, that you're more <laughs> intelligent than I am when he talks about the military. But what I mean <laughs> is, when you're learning how to do it, they look at you and go, "Good job, boy. I'll be back in a little while. Let me know if you get it in there." <laughs> is that how it went? Um. I don't think I ever heard a good job there. Okay. <laughs> it was like, do your job. That's just it. made me think about the Guardian mm-hmm. of the Galaxy right now. <laughs> you to see that this weekend. Oh my gosh, I want to see that. Oh, it was fabulous. My volume three? Five, fabulous. James right. Gunn did a great job. I have very, I little, very little heart for him with DC, but he's still a, he does great buddy movies. <laughs> so we're, learn, we're loading these 90 pound shells. Mm-hmm. Now, did you have to go work out with weights so you could get stronger and more efficient? That's when I st- I had to re- learn how to actually build strength. And okay. I was like, I don't like feeling weak. I don't want to be the last one left behind all the time. So I asked a friend, hey, can you help me work out? He showed me a bit, but it's forwards later on where I had to do everything myself. But uh, during the Marine time, that actually led to another addiction, though. Okay. <laughs> Not addiction towards food, addiction towards just like you, alcohol, uh, sex, all this other fun stuff. Well, they, they tell you, you, you what do they teach you in the Marines? Uh, live today because you're going to die tomorrow? Yeah, that's one of the mindsets. And also the people you surround with are all alcoholics. I love you guys. Oh, I've got tons <laughs> of friends that have been over there. Yeah. Um, and uh, yes, I mean, you could, I mean, what are you, 19, 19 to 24, right in there? Early 20s. Yeah. yeah. You're doing every two. You know, I, I had this uh, discussion with, uh, we were talking about an NFL player, and they were talking about how he got in trouble drag racing a car. Somebody died. And I said, oh, you never heard your 20s? 
Don't wow. sit up here and act like you didn't, like your 20s were perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, my 20s, woo So <laughs> I was a big old dummy. <laughs> now you're, you're a 20-year-old man who they're telling you every day, hey, you're probably going to die tomorrow, so live it up. Kind of yeah. like that. And also just uh, the people you surround with are all miserable alcoholics. So you're just like, this is fun. <laughs> I'm joking. So now we've, we've got this bad habit. Uh, obviously, we've broken this other bad habit. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit what you did in the, okay. So let me, let me go back to the shelves, what you did with the, in the weight room to learn how to lift the shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, was that, was that your first experience in the weight room? Cause we've gone from the hip hop abs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we've, uh, we've gone the fasting diet. We've gone in through the boot camp. We've learned some structure mm-hmm. and now we're picking up these 90 pound bullets and trying to <laughs> shove them in the gun. And realizing we don't have the strength. So when you finally go to the, is this your first trip to a weight room? Oh my gosh, that was scary. Okay. That was really scary because you're just like, these people are huge. <laughs> they all look like Steve. I know. Because <laughs> a lot of the military guys, when they get jacked, they get jacked. They do. Like my friend in Bakersfield, he got deployed. Um, I'm not sure where Poland uh-huh. he was there for nine months. So they didn't even let them out. He didn't do... Uh, crap besides working out there's nothing else to do but drink and work out right? exactly that's I, all I, you did. Pull it. I was like go outside who wants to go outside it's cold, it's cold. <laughs> yeah. no i'm going back inside yeah that's basically all he did and he came back like looking like oh my gosh who are you you're not my friend now are we still in um i've been out for two years okay. now and it's been uh such a blessing okay mm-hmm. do we take over the family business nope Right. They would want to know that question. That's why I had to ask that one. That'd be in the comments. So. Not, not even close. No. <laughs> no desire. Uh, so now I know my dad's uh, not happy that I didn't take over the business. Figuring out my life. Right now I'm trying to run this uh, company I want to build from the ground up. It's uh, called J4 Media, which is my initials. Mm-hmm. And how how it works is for me to just... It's social media managing. Mm-hmm. I manage people's uh, Instagram who are busy, and all they do is just pay for, pay for me. I come up with a. Okay, I'm gonna it. tell. I'm gonna direct you really quick. Look into that camera, and tell us about your business. My business is called J for Media. J for Media is basically my initials: Justin, Jeff, Judante, Jacob, and uh, my company involves creating contents, not just contents. Um, run people's social media account in which they can reach viewers reach potential clients and um, yeah, just uh, reach people who, who doesn't have, t- who basically doesn't have time to. So are we J underscore four? When we go look you up on Instagram, social media, TikTok? Uh, right now I don't have any platforms, but okay. it's towards just contact with me. Okay. We can talk more. We have a personal a- platform. Mm-hmm. J, um, Justin, JJ, Jacob. <laughs> okay. And we're, we're going to post all that. We got all of the social info. Okay. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're talking content. So you're teaching people how to put up content to Im- improve their businesses? I post it on, on their behalf. So on I their behalf. Create. Okay. So are you, are you going to shoot the video? Um, so basically they send me uh, contents. It uh-huh. depends on the package deal. Okay. In which I could come to you to record on your event, but mm-hmm. that's like a uh, charge itself because think about it. It's it's gas. Yes, I had to come to you. I had to record. Yes, I had sir. to take pictures. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Totally understandable. I'm just trying to... Because people are going to want to ask these questions. If we don't ask, I'm, I'm going to yeah. have somebody like, hey, bro, I needed answers. True. So I want to make sure that you get yourself out there. And I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, now, we're closing in. Um, what could you tell people could you, to a youth that's out there watching this show 
that might be going through some sort of um, food problem himself that is not happy with the way they look. Um, what are some of the things you learned along the way that you wish you knew when you were that age that you could pass along to a, to a, to a youngster? Seek people who has the fruit that you bear. Okay. Seek people that um, enrich your life. Uh, it's uh, They have the, the life that you want. Ask them questions because they'll be more than happy to ask that question. It just takes one step for you to just be bold. It's it's the fear because fear knows your greatest potential mm-hmm. and it knows uh, that you're capable of more things in life. So just, just ask someone, ask a friend, ask uh, someone who you see like in the gym. It may be frightening because they're huge, but the thing is those people are just, are just puppies. <laughs> they're really softies yeah. and uh, they're just looking for the meaning of life just as much as you are. Yes. And uh, they're, they're basically just, uh, most people in the gym are just basically dealing with uh, their own demons. So we all each have our demons. It's how, how you find people to help you fight the demon. Yeah, it's called Jesus. Exactly. Jesus. That's it for me. Um, Tom? Mike? <laughs> Tom? The ghost of Tom. Where's I, I Tom? I you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I got his truck. Yes. That's what it is. Anything you want to add in? Because I've kind of hogged, you, the, hogged the show. No, no, no. This is your show, bro. Um, so I, I think I think one of the things that I, w- I would add to what Justin said is mentors, right? Mm-hmm. I, I haven't accomplished anything good in my life without good mentors. And I think you've had a lot of good mentors in yes. your life too, Steve. Yes. Um, and a lot uh, of the early struggles is because I couldn't, I didn't have any. Right. That's, right. And when it, when it comes to fitness, you're one of my mentors, yes. right? Um, and Tom has been a longtime mentor of mine. I have a lot of mentors, but anywhere that I have nominal success is from having good mentors in my life. Well, thank you very much for tuning in to Muscle Matters. Uh, like to check, what is it, 4J? J4. J4. <laughs> J4. I'll get it right at some point. I ate paint chips as a kid. Justin Jeff Jundante Jacob. You yes. gotta wear it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to, uh, to Muscle Matters. Make sure you like, comment, share, please. Give us a follow. Please leave a comment. Let us know what we can do better. Uh, make sure you reach out to this man right here. If you have a business, let him uh, help you out, take you into the future. You know, don't be like me living under a trash can like Oscar the, Gr- the Grouch. There is a future out there for you. And uh, thank you guys very much for tuning in. And and if can I add something? Yes, sir. Real quick, if if you guys have any questions you'd like to see us answer on Muscle Matters, yes. Or if you guys have any guests you'd like to see us bring on to Muscle oh, Matters, for sure, for sure. If you're a guest that want to come on, let us know. Yeah, yeah. We're, we we've had some people reach out to us um, just recently that have wanted to come on some of our shows, and we're starting to do that. So if you if that's you, and one last thing I want to say, Steve, tell them where they can find your store. You can find me at 7420 District Boulevard, right across the street from Nestle Ice Cream on the southwest side of Bakersfield. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. God bless.